Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. What is going on everybody? My name is Connor Lawler. Welcome back to another week of Hero or Zero. This is the Heroes for Hire podcast. We pick one comic book character every single week. We talk their good points and their bad points. And we generally just give you a bit of a rundown of everything to do with that character. As always, I am joined by my partner in crime, Mr. Sean Meehan. Sean, how's it going? I... I, I'm good, Connor. God bless you. Good to be here. Good to be here. Thanks for having me. <laughs> He's reacting because I said his name right for the first time in months. <laughs> but you paused as if you were going to say it a bullshit way. Yeah. But then, no, you just no let it ride. switch. No bait and switch. Mm. See, you've put, you, what you've done there is you've pulled the rug under me, but attached to that rug was a comfortable couch. You know, <laughs> so I didn't know what to happen. Comedy. That's what comedy. happens with comedy. <laughs> um, Sean, now, I really want to stress, this week... Um, last week you did public domain characters. I did. And I didn't really want to do that those this week because I didn't think I'd do them justice that you did. And you found, I think, three the best. So, oh, but Connor, please, I, I don't know. I'm shy. Uh, come on, you can't. No, no, I didn't say the report was good. I said no, you no, found Connor, you three good me. characters. You flat, Connor, please move on. Please I'm getting stop. embarrassed here. You're already red. ahead, Connor. Please. <laughs> <laughs> say no more. My um, self-esteem cannot go any higher, sir. It doesn't take much. It does not take much. Nope. Um, scraps is what we would say. Um, so this week I decided that I would do a character that has appeared in a DCEU movie. Oh. Um, but I would say it wasn't really done justice to, justice the, character, to the character he is. Because the, I am doing Maxwell Lord. 
ah, this week. Pedro Pascal. Pedro Pascal in Wonder Woman 1984, of course. Um, now, do you know anything of Maxwell Lord? Anything at all? Uh, life is great, but mm-hmm. it could be better. Could be better. Indeed. Could be better. That, um, that's all you need to know, as far as I'm concerned. So Maxwell Lord is an interesting character because I chose him this week for DC. Because uh, obviously he did appear in Wonder Woman uh, 1984. But I was like, he's not like that in the comic books. But then when I tried to do a proper report on him from the comic books, his backstory is fucked. Like right. every crisis completely rewrites everything about this guy. And so what I've done is I've tried to put it in a chronological order because... At the start, you think he's evil, but then he's good. But then they rewrote it that he was always evil. But then they also rewrote it that he was good. But then I think ultimately they rewrote it that he was evil from the start. So, right. in some iterations, he turns evil halfway through. And he starts with good intentions. And then sometimes he's just good. And then other times they're just like, ah... Yeah, he was he was evil from the start. We played you. We played you. You, you fell right into my trap. <laughs> yeah. And so I've tried to put it chronologically in terms of what we would know. And I'll let you know when things were rewritten going for, going backwards. Okay. Um, so Maxwell Lord, created by Keith Griffin, J.M. DeMatteis and Kevin Maguire, was created in May of 1987 for Justice League number one. Um, now... This was the Justice League after Crisis on Infinite Earths. And more importantly, it was after, I think, a comic book series called Legends. And what that was was basically the Justice League was just starting back up again in this new in this newfound world because Crisis is basically a thing in 5A6 where they decided we've got all these heroes. Let's just come up with a weird thing where we'll just mash every universe together like the Multiverse of Madness, what they're doing now. Yeah. Um, but they, they they joined them all together and then they're like, okay, now we get to do Justice League 1 again because it's technically right. the universe. It's technically, yeah, this is the first Justice League in this universe. So Exactly. Um, right. And so his appearance in that was seen as he was the money guy behind the Justice League. He was the, the manager, the PR guy. I know what you're thinking. Your follow-up is going to be about Bruce Wayne. Yeah, that was very. Was Bruce Wayne strapped for cash, like it, at, in this reboot. He's not, but what Maxwell Lord was when he first started was a PR guy for the Justice League International. Right. Okay. So he wasn't. It, he was just in charge of like getting people to like the Justice League, basically. Well, he was also the he was also the buddy. He was the funding and the PR manager. But why could behind Batman the not League? fund it? Why could? It, like, because like, they just wanted a new character. And no, so, Connor. Makes no came, sense. <laughs> so, like, this is where I'm trying to get across. So he comes in in 87, and he's this rich guy who's now, like, funding the Justice League and is, like, working under PR, and he's, like, always having business meetings. What's your first thought about that guy? He's a good guy, and we should trust him implicitly. Absolutely the opposite. You, of oh, course, no. immediately think... He's clearly a plant. He's clearly evil. Yeah. He actually comes out he's genuinely good and then they rewrote that no, even back then he was evil. <laughs> he was so, always a bastard. <laughs> so I think he genuinely started out as good. So Maxwell Lord is the son of Maxwell Lord III. So this is Maxwell Lord IV. Right. 
Right. Maxwell Lord III was a good businessman who always had enough to help others and also his family. Maxwell III also always made an effort to do what was right and be a great example for his son. Um, right. Not the traditional the age- backstory we get for a villain. <laughs> exactly. And at the age of 16, Maxwell Lord uh, the fourth. Is confused. Uh, it's, trust me, it's only for this paragraph. The other Maxwell Grants. is soon oh, to be something, gone. <laughs> is something terrible going to happen to his <laughs> aging father? I'll be honest with you, it solves a lot of my Maxwell Lord naming issues, but okay. it doesn't really solve this man's problems because it's just very quickly erased. Um, Maxwell Lord the Fourth comes home to find his father is dead by an apparent <gasps> suicide. Oh, um, no. Max, Max was told by his mother that powerful people are always evil and that he must have control over them all. She stated that if Max ever meets powerful men or women, that he must plan every step of the way. Okay. That's a lot to like drop on your son. I would right open with, the, um, it's going to be okay. Yeah, uh, I love you. Uh, I love you. Um, bad things have happened, but we can go on. Um, Things will get better. Uh, yeah. yeah. She went immediately into, you've got to become the greatest businessman in the world. <laughs> you the, Also, here's all of your father's assets and fortune. <laughs> yeah. Now, um, I cannot stress enough, this scene was written after he, long after he was introduced. <laughs> so of course, of when course. He, when he was younger, just starting out in business, he learned that, a man, that the man above him, the president of the company was the only thing standing between him and total power, Sean. So Ooh. Max pretended to befriend the president of the company and act, like he, and act like he liked doing the same things. One of the president's main hobbies was spelunking. And Max said, Fuck's I'll sake. join you on a spelunking trip. No. Absolutely no issue. No issue God, at all. Bad news. Don't go spelunking um, with this man. <laughs> um, <laughs> so the two go spelunking where the president's like, I'm hanging out with my best pal Max. Um, Max planned on causing an, in quotation marks, accident uh, for the president. But before he could, the president had a real accident and fell to the cave floor. Max debated debated leaving him, but his conscience got the better of him. And Max started to climb down to help the man up because he's a good guy. He's a good guy Um, at heart. His dad raised him right. On the way down, this is... Now... You're going to very quickly, in the next few words, realise mm. when the rewrite happened. So remember, he comes in as a businessman trying to help the Justice League. He's ultimately, oh, wow, he was evil all along. What could have caused this? Right. On his way down the cave, Max heard a computer. And when he investigated, the computer scanned him and explained that the two had the same goals. Therefore, the... C- the computer explained that they had the yeah. same goals. This is, um, this computer is alive, has its, it's own a living brain. Computer. 70s, yeah. you say? Uh, no, 87. 87, excuse me. Ah, the, the, the peak for artificial and I think intelligence. This rewrite technology. happened in 1990, so this was the Rover 90, Sean. Um, but. Uh, so he look what happens is he's just accidentally spelunking and he comes across the world's smartest computer ever but also the computer is evil how is it not how are you not getting this I just, okay. maybe I'm too stupid to understand you're just, what you're just dumb okay <laughs> and so the computer's like 
Lad, we have the same goals. We both want world domination. And you and me can work together. And Max right. Meiji's like, I'm all in. Yes. <laughs> Say no more, yes. strange computer. Say no more, strange computer in a cave. I'm all <laughs> in. Um, so Max left the president in the cave to die. And with the computer's help, began to take control of the business world, Sean. Okay, so now he's getting business advice from this intelligent computer as well. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Uh, well, okay. with the computer's help, he grew more and more powerful. And when he heard about the potential Justice League International, this is when he realizes there's big money right. to win here. Big money in superheroes. Name recognition in the Justice League International. And if he's the face, if he's the guy that sets it all up. Yeah. He's the man that's going to be famous. So, he, yeah, not only is he going to be a very rich and powerful businessman, he'll also have the Justice League basically. In his pocket as well. Exactly. And the computer's all in on this as well. The computer's like, yeah, Max, keep going, buddy. You're doing so well. Kill a bunch of people. Um, I'm your father (laughs) now. (laughs) I'm Max fucking seven or whatever. (laughs) Um, So he orchestrates an attack at the United Nations building. But make sure nobody will get hurt by not giving the terrorists the firing pin for the bomb they plan on using. This act right. brings the Justice League into the public eye. Um, and Max all so Max is like, why don't you guys join and become the Justice League International as a Justice League team? This is amazing. Wow, this all sounds very convenient, Max. <laughs> yeah. He just basically made up well, he he planted a terrorist attack on the UN to bring the Justice League together and then was like, wow, I'm rich, rich business and Maxwell Lord. I could fund this whole thing. You need to get me on board. And Superman's <laughs> like, okay, cool. It's like, oh, this, this guy's got some ideas. This, <laughs> this guy's got some good old Kansas spirit. Some chutzpah. About, <laughs> hey, Bats, you like him? Bats like, no, he's a dickhead. You're um, in, Max. <laughs> so... <laughs> So Max also tries to then force multiple members onto the team himself. Uh, he likes Dr. Light and he likes Booster Gold. Ah, uh, you like Booster Gold. Team. Dr. Light tries to get, uh, basically feels used and she storms out. Um, this is the second Dr. Light. And Booster Gold isn't really accepted into the group because he's like, that's Max's boy. Until uh, I think Booster helps them save the world from the Real Flush Gang. And then everyone's like, okay, Booster, you're in. Um, we've done a Hero Zero on Booster Gold as well if you want to go back and listen to that that was jeez that was a long time ago that was a long um, time ago. I think that was first year um, Max much to the objections of Batman <laughs> <laughs> the man who announces to the media that the Justice League is back and now they're international oh the, the, I bet I bet Batman loves this all the oh, publicity and, all the attention so, on them <laughs> For years in the comic books, Maxwell Lord is genuinely part of the team. And you're constantly like, this guy's evil. But then he's just good. Like, they just wrote him as he's just a good businessman. And he might be, like, slightly shady, but he's Mm -hmm. always trying to do the right thing for the first few years. Um, Okay. And and he's genuinely helping. Until they decide they want a new villain. Until they decide a robot is controlling him and he's always been evil. Because... Lord was constantly manipulated by Kilgore, which is the name of the robot, into furthering his plans. Don't Um, trust the robot named Kilgore, please. (laughs) And so what happens then is Lord actually eventually breaks free from Kilgore's control and he destroys the computer, 
leaving him with all the social and political power the machine propped him up with. So he uses the machine to get all of this, and then he's like, I'm being controlled by the machine. Not, we're not working together anymore. And so then he destroys the machine. Right. And so now he still has all of that power and, 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 and money and attention, but he's his own man and he can do whatever he wants. So he's just a businessman now. He's just a real rich, real famous businessman. But what happened was interesting in DC Comics in the 90s was they decided that they didn't like mortals. <laughs> and this is a really weird time. Where they decided that you couldn't be part of the Justice League or like in one of those stories with all these gods. You were just a normal person. And I think Batman was the sole exception. Because he's not a normal person. (laughs) He's locked in. Because Maxwell Lord, he's still technically, he's in amongst DC. He's in amongst Justice League. I I think he stepped out as the leader at this point. Um, But he's originally a non-powered human. But they decided to give him superpowers, Sean, because they decided every mortal had to have superpowers or else be re- uh, taken out of the story. It was one of the two. Okay, right. So what power... Because like, he doesn't have powers so, in Wonder Woman 84. He just has magic gems that he's found. Exactly. And so in the comic books, he does. he's bestowed with superpowers during the invasion of the Dominators. Which resulted in a gene bomb exploding. It's a whole mm-hmm, long-winded mm-hmm. way. No, I'm following giving... you. <laughs> they basically are just like, a, bo- a gene bomb explodes from aliens. And people who uh, had the mutant meta genes in them. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. And it just brings it out. So that's you why love... all the mortals now have powers. They love to see it. You love to see it. Yeah. Shared love, sh- shared the magic. And, uh... and they all high-fived. And they're like, we've nailed this. This won't cause any issues down the line at all. This is a bullshit reason for this to happen, but fuck it, we've done it. Everyone take lunch. Um, and so Maxwell becomes superpowered. And his new power gives him the sense and control to control the minds of others. Albeit at great okay. difficulty. So he has mind control, but it gives him like a nosebleed if he's like... like if he overexerts himself for anything yeah, like and that. And if he really overexerts himself, blood starts coming out of his ears and his eyes. Oh, that's fucked. Blood. Yeah, like he's like, basically he has mind control, but like it, he can't control at the start with great difficulty. Um, yeah. So this was a lot of his rewritten history. And in this continuity, Lord rose to power and corporate status as a result of controlling um, lots of people, mind controlling his way to the top, which is right. slightly less cool. It's, no, it's um, less honourable, surely. Is there, there's, I, I imagine there's a bunch of scenes where he like agrees on a business deal and then everyone leaves and then it's a close-up panel of his face and blood drips from his nose. <laughs> yes. Imagine it's a lot it, of that going exactly, on. Exactly, exactly. Um, and in this rewritten history, it was also told that his mother was prodding him towards controlling superhumans and establishing dominance against his enemies. And... So obviously to this end they, they revealed the Justice League International was all basically he mind controlled everyone into just going along with it and like he sabotaged the Justice League in order nice. to render the superhero team as ineffectual as possible. So he like sets them up but he hates supers so he wants to get rid of them. It's, right. it's so very it's, convoluted. So he's kind of building them up to make them fail. 
so that the public will then lose faith in them overall. And so then nobody wants them. And so the entire time he's also gathering sensitive information and weaknesses about all of them. Um, whereas Batman's like doing that like on an hourly basis. And he's also <laughs> he's like, telling them that they're, that he's doing it. <laughs> yeah. He's like, I'm going to gather weaknesses. I'm going to kill all of you if it ever happens. Just, just so in you case. Know. Just, um, just, just should the day come about, you're all dead. Yeah. So what then happens is that his mother dies. And his mother dies as a result of Green Lantern is having a fight in Coast City. And Coast City is exploded. Like, it's destroyed. The whole city, gone. Yeah, there's just a thing where the city gets a lot of destruction. And okay. Lord's mother passes away. She dies in the explosion. And so this, of course, helps with his hatred of superheroes. Because he's like, oh, Green Lantern, Superman, and they were all involved in that shit. And so it's their fault that she's dead. Because if they, they didn't exist, she'd, she'd be alive. Um, and so he then works his way into a spy organization known as Checkmate, using his mental okay. powers. And this is just to establish more control over the metahuman community for the sake okay. of protecting the world from their influence. So he's just, like, figured out ways that he can control as many super-powered people as possible by being, like, if he's on the side of good and he's, like, in the government or he's high up in spy organisations, yeah, he can control them that way rather than being an outright villain. That's really interesting because there's often cases where, like, a hero would go undercover in an evil organisation because they can do more good working from the inside. But he's kind of doing the opposite, Oh, yeah, he's, exactly. He's a bad guy working from the inside to destroy the good guys, the superheroes. Now, what's really interesting is that his former ally, Ted Cord. Now, do you know who Ted Cord is? The Blue Beetle, am I right? The original Blue Beetle. Yeah. Now, him and Maxwell are seen to be like really good friends because, of course, Ted Cord is best friends with Booster Gold. And yes. Booster Gold was brought in by Max. So it's like the three of them are very close. And in this storyline, we see basically that Max has used his mental powers and resources to mind control everyone into thinking that he's a good person while he's constantly trying to undermine all the supers that he's now best friends with. Yeah. And his former ally, Ted Cord, a founding member of the JLI, and he's been in comics for years at this point. Ted Cord was very, very old. Not in terms of age, but like as a character. Yeah. He discovers the Lord Lord's conspiracy, and he threatens to expose him. And he's like, "Holy shit! This, this isn't nobody, okay. This isn't like you've been mind controlling everyone since the beginning and all that stuff." Forcing Lord to take out a handgun and shoot Ted Cord comp- straight into the head, and it's what in a comic fuck? book panel, and he is the reason that Ted Cord is dead. In the in the comics, that's and he fucked. kills Blue Beetle to keep his own secret. Ted Cord is as a good hero that he is. Comes across the big reveal and is like, "Oh shit, you're evil!" And at that point, Max is like, "Sorry, you had to see that." Yeah, sorry, I didn't you had want to, to do that. this, buddy. Why but do you fuck. think we have Jamie Reyes now? That Ted Cord, he I gets shot he retires. in the head. <laughs> Um, That's such a brutal end to that character. And it's not like they cut away. In the comic book panel, you have the gun 
the the fire and then blood spurting from Tegard's head in like sh- silhouette. So he's definitely shot. Like like there's oh, no. It's not. Yeah, it's like the Gwen Stacy in in those comics. It's like he's dead. He's just he's dead. They're, that's the. I end mean, they bring him back eventually, dead. but like <laughs> they bring yeah. him back as like he's not like Uncle Ben dead, but like it's, it's, it wasn't even like an issue where you go, well, maybe he survived. <laughs> maybe he's okay at this maybe time. There's a chance. No, no. Um, with his track successfully covered, Lord was given control of Batman's Brother Eye project, which was oh. something that Batman created to create to cover um, all of Earth. Brother Eye was used to monitor all superhumans to be like, right. we need to make sure they're doing good. And he That's, trusts That Max. sounds like a Batman thing to do. Just track exactly. everyone. <laughs> it's like Age of Ultron. And so Max, Ma- Max is like, I'll do that for you, Bats. Don't worry. And Batman's like, that's a great idea. You're a good guy. You cover Brother Eye. And me and you will do it. And he started right. using... Lord began to use the technology to infect... An army of Earthlings into becoming an army of hulking robots programmed to hunt down and kill all superhumans. Okay. So now he's just gone full maniacal. It's yeah, not now so... he's just like, let's, let's kill them all. Yeah, it used to be just let's get them to fall out of favour, but now it's like, let's eliminate them. Now, what I'm leading all this up to is possibly one of the most fucked, and one of my re- a really cool comic book story. And it involves Maxwell Lord, basically when he becomes Wonder Woman's, his, her nemesis. They become very close. Because up until this point, he's just a nemesis, a general villain to everyone. Yeah. Um, and that, that wasn't going to fly too long. Because he needed a big person that he was going to fight against. So, Maxwell Lord uses his powers to mind control Superman. And he, he has been, he basically reveals... That for years he's been slowly powering up his ability to the point where he can control Superman without right. basically dying immediately. Yeah, without um, his head exploding. And so you see, like, for years he's been slowly mind controlling Superman, tiny bit by tiny bit, every single day, to the point where he's like, okay, I can do this without dying. And I can do this without, like, having all my blood just lo- I think at this point he'd, he'd gotten so good at it that he'd become like even more powerful that yeah. it was just like now we can do it he can do um, it without trying basically yeah so Lord uses his powers to mind control Superman to brutally beat up Batman and attack Wonder Woman so he turns Superman evil right. and his plan is he's just going to use Superman to destroy the world and be like I told you superhumans were bad yeah Listen to me, Maxwell Lord. I'll protect you. The syndrome. You. He's doing the syndrome. Yeah. So he is. Um, and he wants to... He basically makes Superman believe that Batman and Wonder Woman are like his old enemies. So he just sees like Brainiac and Lex Luthor and he's just like... Right. And he's just like attacking them. Um, so Lord never had the ability to, to control someone to such an extent. But he reveals that he has been subtly increasing his psychic hold over Superman over the course of years which is why this makes sense. After barely escaping from Superman, because Wonder Woman's the only one who can put it up to Superman, like, Superman's going all out here. Yeah, yeah, he's completely unrestricted, and she can go toe-to-toe with that. So she's the only one who's able to survive, to somewhat, and and they're just having a full-on fight in the sky, flying around, punching. Wonder Woman eventually escapes from Superman, and she kind of, like, puts him down for a few seconds. And she confronts 
uh, Maxwell. And she hmm. bounds him in the lasso of truth. And she oh. demands that, that he tell her how to free Superman from his control. But Maxwell Lord, bound in the lasso of truth, says, I'll never stop. I'm going to have him destroy the world. And then I'm going to have him destroy everyone that you love and everyone. And he's bound by the lasso. So it's yeah. definitely true. He definitely means that. Like he's... And then she's like, how do I stop him? <clears throat> And he goes, you'll have to kill me. So to the point of, like, he's like, I'm not going to stop. Like, literally, this is the truth. I'm not just doing this for effect. Either you end me or I will end everything. (laughs) So for the good of humanity, Sean, Wonder Woman grabs Lord's head and snaps his neck. Oh, now that's interesting. Yes. Usually Superman's the neck-breaking uh, <laughs> yes. he, but he's out of commission that he's, he's been giving her lessons up until he's this there point. itching to crack an egg yeah. <laughs> um, even through death though now this is that by the way was a comic book issue that a lot of people had it had problems with because mm-hmm. 50% were like Wonder Woman had no other choice and the other 50% were like that ruins Wonder Woman's legacy that she snaps this guy's neck but the idea is he was never going to stop it was that yeah, yeah. death and she chose in the moment. It's like, yeah, let's let's just end this. So even through death, Lord shattered the superhero community by predicting his own murder and having Brother Eye cast the footage of his Fuck. execution across the world. He mysterioed her on top of Syndrome there. He's just... But this is like years before either of those, right? Like those versions. Yes. Wow. Okay, so he had like... These are iconic stories, basically. Lord became a martyr of sorts, ruining Wonder Woman's reputation for murdering him so grotesquely. Superman and Batman, though they were saved by Wonder Woman's actions, rebuked her decision and distanced themselves from her in the aftermath as well. So they're like, no, we can't, we can't associate with you. And do you want to know what the worst part was? During the aftermath... Lord was entombed below the Hall of Justice. So, because he's a martyr. Jesus. So he's buried in their meeting room. (laughs) Yes. So, Wonder Woman, that's where they become, like, mass enemies. So now you're thinking, how did they become enemies when, like, he's he's, dead? He's very neck-snapped, yeah. He's very neck-snapped. I'm a doctor. Now, what I'm thinking... Is a certain story called The Blackest Night, Brightest Day. Oh, and this is when he is re- revived or resurrected. Resurrected. And in The Brightest Day storyline, he's actually brought fully back to life. Um, right. But when he, when he comes back in The Blackest Night, by the way, as a zombie, because that whole story is like all the dead people are brought back as like black lanterns, uh, he just fucks with Wonder Woman. Um, <laughs> he he literally targets Wonder Woman and her alone, and he spends the whole time um, reviving the bodies of all the men he has killed, and basically just, I would say, just annoying her, but just like trying to get a rise out of her, like telling her it's all her fault. She's the fucking worst. They wouldn't be here if she had just been like a better hero, and like just fuck with her. 
Just because. Jesus. Just because he hates her. Like, he he just has a, a, a rivalry with her. Yeah, it, it went from, like, his actions were against all heroes to, like, his, his just... It was just Wonder Woman that he really hates now because she was the one who put an end to him. Um, Jesus. And so, in Brightest Day, he, of course, is brought back to life. Um, and he's... But, like... He's brought back to life, I'd, I'm pretty sure... To he he wipes his memory from everybody else's minds, so he he comes back to life and he wipes himself from everybody else's minds. So he has a clean right. slate to do whatever the fuck he wants. Okay, so so he remembers everything that he did and all of his goals, but no one else does in the yeah, world. And so, with a fresh start, Lord stealthily reformed the all-new Justice League International and resumed his position as head of the spy. <laughs> so, Fuck <laughs> so he's just back where he was. But, yeah. Like, he's now... And he, he still has the same level of power, presumably. That, like, um, controls no, that, that, that was one of the stories and then of course it comes to it that he's ultimately undone again because he just keeps fucking with Wonder Woman right? Um, and I think he literally picks a fight with Wonder Woman and Power Girl at once and he tries to he basically mind controls Power Girl into fighting Wonder Woman because he knows he can't take her in a fight but he's just going to keep mind controlling other people that are just as powerful to he's going to get other him. superheroes to fight the superhero firm yeah um, and so they keep kind of bringing him back and then like he's a metahuman so they can kind of keep bringing him back as a massive villain against the Justice League and so that's kind of yeah. Maxwell Lord just in general that's a, lot, a few of the stories he was involved in um, his powers and ability of course he has telepathy mm-hmm. um, which basically means he has mind control he's got illusion casting uh, Lord can Love make it. individuals see, feel, and experience whatever he wishes them to. That's insane. Because he, like, he can literally make super. He can make Batman think that, like, Robin is the Joker, and yeah. he'll just kick the shit out of him. He also has memory manipulation, so he can oh. block out people's memories That's... and control the perceptions of reality and time. That kind of stuff is so powerful. When you're up against people who are physically strong, beating them on a mind level so they just forget that they're fighting you. Well, I mean, you just basically let them forget why they want to fight you. Yeah. Like, you just kill someone's whole family and then you just, like, wipe the memory. They're just like, why am I mad at you? Like, what did you do? Oh, none. Not, I didn't do anything. You're, you're, no, no, no. You're mad at this guy. He's yeah, the one he's, who did it. He's after killing your family. Do you not remember? You should go he after did. him, and he's like pointed at like old man Joe. <laughs> yeah, but like you, but but they remember is like, oh Maxwell Lord, he's my friend. I can trust him. That's <laughs> like, twisted. <laughs> um, he obviously has deception, tactical analysis, business management. He's hand to hand combat. He's fairly advanced. Um, weaknesses are of course blood loss. So if he keeps using his mind control to like a serious extent, and there's mm-hmm. a chance he may pass out, and then everything he does will just stop happening um, right but that's his only weakness it's just if he keeps doing it for a long long period of time yeah he'll he'll exhaust himself basically but like that but there's no like oh he's he'll die if he touches water like there's no that kind of weakness he sets no. like how far he can work basically 
And like I can't stress enough how he was brought in as one thing and then halfway through they clearly rewrote it as he was evil all along and then they rewrote it again that he's now superpowered and evil all along. <laughs> yeah, I like how... It, but it, it's it, he's a good character to be evil. So I guess the reveal originally was great because it's like, oh, he was there the whole time just working in the shadows. Um, it's quite like... Uh, the Hobgoblin, who famously in Marvel Comics had a bunch of reveals about who was the Hobgoblin. Um, Maybe the reveal was there was no reveal initially. That like everyone's like, oh, he's definitely evil. And so they were like, no, he's just, he's good. Yeah. And then, they got, then it died down. And then they were like, no, no, he's evil. <laughs> they got into a false sense of security. And then, they, like you did at the start of the show, pull the rug from under me. Pull, I pulled the old rug and there was a couch there. So... I mean, he was in Wonder Woman 1984. People are like, what's the connection between the two of them? The connection is that Wonder Woman has killed him in the comic books, and then he came back to life to fuck with her. Do you think that they wanted to do that, but they were like, no, we've already already had one neck snap in in this universe, and we can't... (laughs) We can't have two neck snaps in the universe. Those can't be the finales to two of our big movies. And, And like, they're looking around and go, how many neck snaps does the MCU have? And someone's like, I don't think any... What? One Rody like breaks none. his back, but like that's what? that's about it. How are they building a universe with no neck breaks? They just I don't know. Just write just stories. Fuck. Different coloured lasers firing just, at each other. That's a lot of it. There's different lasers in the sky, but where's the neck breaks? I don't know. <laughs> it's not making sense, guys. <laughs> so what do you think of Maxwell Lord, John? He is much cooler than Wonder Woman eighty four gives him credit for. Um, he's much more conniving, it seems, in the comics. Like, he just always has a plan going. Um, Two massive part he was in is he kills Ted Cord, and then he yeah. is killed by Wonder Woman in front of everyone. He films it. And broadcasts it around the world. And for turns everyone, everyone against the Justice League. Like, that's not an insignificant thing for a character to do. Um, so I think I think you've done a very good report there on a character I... My only experience of that was through Wonder Woman 84. Uh, yeah, so I don't think he gets the the, the, the right play. play. I, we, we love Pedro Pascal. Nice oh, man. but Lovely man. But it, it could have been done better. It, it could have been done as like a much more powerful character. Yeah, but I feel you had to... That, that, we're not getting into that movie. Because that, that movie's a whole... No. It's a no, whole it's a kettle whole of fish. But... Look, I think this character in comics, actually very interesting, Connor. Well done. I'm proud of you. Thank you. Your your country thanks you for your service. <laughs> we have a very small country. There's not a lot of tanks to go around. Everyone knows everyone as well. So we're just kind of glad you to have you here. My uncle Joe. <laughs> I Joe's a good lad. Connor, would you like me to take us out? Yes, please. Thank you, everyone, for listening to this episode of Hero or Zero. We will be back on Monday with Movie Mondays, Wednesday with Weird News Wednesdays, and then Friday with another episode of Hero or Zero. Uh, big thanks to everyone who supports us over on patreon.com slash Heroes for Hire podcast. Link to that in the description if you do want to check it out. Um, also down there below is our merch store. Twitter is at Heroes for Hire Pod, the four is the number four. Facebook is Detective Divilman's Discussion Group. Instagram then is Heroes for Hire Podcast. But the best way to ever help out the show is to tell one human being that we exist. Just the one, please. And I think that's about it, Connor. I think so. So I have been Connor Lawler. I have been Sean Mead. We shall see you all next week, guys. Bye. Bye.
How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.